Welcome to The Balance. I am your host, Kelly Rowland, and this is the podcast where we talk about all the things. For those in life who want it all, this podcast is for you. Hey, podcast family, and welcome to another episode of The Balance. I am super pumped about my conversation with Jess O'Connell today because we are keeping it real and talking about postpartum depression, and that's just something that I don't think is talked about enough, so I am so grateful to Jess for coming on the show to talk about PPD today, Um, and before we get into the episode, I do want to read the review of the week. This is from Connor's Mommy 22, titled From the Heart. Kelly's podcast is genuine, from the heart, and real. It is the first podcast that I feel like is written for me. Just the first few episodes I listened to made me feel right at home. Now I look forward to each new one. Love, love, love. Well, thank you for leaving that so sweet review. When I first had the envision of creating a podcast, that is exactly what I wanted my listeners to feel like. I wanted them to feel like they were at home listening to me and they were just listening to a friend talk about all the things that they were struggling with and that they were dealing with. So thank you to that review. I love these reviews. Y'all know, I'll tell you every week, they mean the world to me. So if you have a chance to leave one, I would so appreciate it. So with that, I want to give you guys a little background on our guest for today, Jess O'Connell. She is a mom of two living just outside of Denver, Colorado. She is a mind shift and business coach, empowering women to live their best life. You can find her at jessoconnell.com and on Instagram at jess.oconnell underscore. So, like I said, Jess is amazingly open. Our interview is really wonderful, and I just can't wait for all of you to hear it. So, with that, let's dive into the conversation with Jess O'Connell. Hey, Jess. How's it going? Hey, it's good. How are you? I'm doing great. So excited to get to talk to you today. So thank you for your willingness to talk about uh, this topic. So for anyone who doesn't know you, please share with us who you are, what you do, and a little insight into your family. Yes. Hi. So my name is Jess and I Um, man, I am a mind shift and business coach. I empower women who want to start their own business to go ahead and do so. I think that there's a lot of self doubt naturally that we have as women sometimes. And so I am that person that's helping you through it and helping you take those steps forward so you can live your dream. Um, I am a mom of two. I have a three and a half year old and a nine month old, and I live just outside of Denver, Colorado. Um, and I, I've been a coach for just over five years, helping people with their health and fitness, but now I'm moving more into helping people with their mindset and helping people start businesses. So, Oh, that's super exciting. I love that. Okay. So today's topic is, we're talking about postpartum depression. So we'll just jump right into it. Um, 
So one of my first questions is, when did you first realize that you were suffering from postpartum depression and did you share it with anyone or did you mostly keep it to yourself? So I was really lucky. I got pregnant around the same time as some really good friends of mine and a friend of mine had her twin boys um, just about five weeks before I had my daughter. And so she was struggling with postpartum depression and she reached out to me and she was like, Hey, I don't want to freak you out, but like, this is a real thing. And here are the signs. And if you need to talk about it, when you have your daughter, let me know. And so my pregnancy with my oldest wasn't the smoothest pregnancy ever. I found out, um, at our 20 week anatomy scan Well, so I had my 20-week scan, and they needed to scan us again because they saw something abnormal. So at 21 weeks, we found out that she had a cleft lip. And so we didn't know if she would have a cleft palate, but we knew that in the very, very early stages of her life, she was going to have to have this surgery. And so I think that in general was overwhelming, but I'm a fixer, and so I immediately went into fix-it mode, and what can I do to make it better? And so I really, like didn't let myself enjoy the last part of my pregnancy, like the last half, because I was just like, okay, how do we fix it? How do we get through this? And so when she was born, all of that kind of came crashing onto me. Um, Like all of the, all of the appointments and all of the uncertainty about what her life would be like and all of the tests and everything. And so, um, so I knew that like postpartum depression was something that like a friend of mine was struggling with, and I struggled with, um, antenatal depression with my pregnancy with her. So I was, I was depressed during my pregnancy. So I, um, I was taking antidepressants while I was pregnant. And so I knew that like, that was a real possibility for me. Um, and so when I first started to notice the signs, I didn't hesitate to reach out to my friend and my doctor. Um, so luckily I didn't, luckily I knew that it could be coming. And so it wasn't, Um, I mean, it was still overwhelming and scary, but like, it wasn't something that caught me off guard. Thank goodness I had that friend, right? Oh, for sure. Like, good for her for being, you know, proactive about it because she may have found herself in a spot where she wasn't expecting that, you know, Mm -hmm. wanted to help other women, you know, guide them through it and let them know that they weren't alone. Absolutely. That's definitely um, a blessing. So you you talk, my, my second question kind of, stems from your first question you know you obviously said your first pregnancy was so much different than your second but did you suffer from postpartum depression with uh, the second pregnancy and second child as well and if so were they different I did and I actually um I'm just getting out of it now I feel like um for me postpartum depression really seems to be like on a bell curve like it ramps up and it gets really bad. And then you seem to like go down back down on the roller coaster kind of. And so I'm finally cresting the hard part. Um, but I did my pregnancy and my birth with my second was much different, which I'm sure most moms of two or multiples can attest to. But my daughter, my oldest, um, I had a scheduled C-section because she was breech. But with my baby, I wanted to try to have a VBAC. And so through most of my pregnancy, I had placenta previa. So every week it was like, how can we fix it? How can we fix it? Um, Again, going into that mode. And right before she was due, my placenta moved enough where I was able to attempt a VBAC. And 
my water broke at actually at a pregnancy expo, <laughs> which is so funny. Um, so my water broke and I went to the hospital, but I wasn't in active labor. My water just broke at like 29 weeks and I think six days or five days. And, um, and so I had to be induced and that kind of threw everything off the rails for the VBAC. And so I ended up, um, I was induced. I went into like, I got to the pushing stages of labor and I pushed for two and a half hours and she just couldn't quite make it out. And I was really in distress and she was okay, but like I was bleeding a lot. And my doctor was like, I don't think that this is going to happen. Like, I really think that we should take you back for a C-section. And at that point, like I was nearly unconscious between pushes. Like they had to bring me back and I had to rally to get through it. And so she wheeled me back and my uterus had actually ruptured during labor. So, um, so now I'm done having kids. (laughs) So I have two beautiful, wonderful daughters. Um, but my birth experience was different. And so after having that happen, it was almost like instantaneous that I felt like this weight of like completing my family outside of our initial plan, which was overwhelming and um, definitely caused me to have depression. And then I feel like it let up for a little while and I felt like I was too busy to be depressed with two kids, um, but it came back in full force after not fully like working through it. And I think that Sometimes we think, oh, we've made it through the hard part, my kids six months now, but really that was when it ramped up for me with my second child. Like it got really hard after she hit six months and now she's nine months and we're starting to crest back down. Yeah. So I feel like it looks different for everyone yeah. and the way that it manifests in your thoughts is different for everyone. Um, So I think, and I wanted to talk about that really quick. With my first, I suffered more with postpartum anxiety too. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know, like I thought that I was absolutely losing my mind until I opened up about it. So maybe other people who are struggling with this will feel like it's helpful or feel like they're not crazy for thinking this. But with my first daughter, I had a really hard time like picturing our future with her. Mm -hmm. Like I would picture my future and she wasn't in it. And I that was really hard for me, like not understanding why, like I couldn't see a future for her. Like I thought maybe she was going to die, which was really overwhelming. And I also like, and again, this is going to sound very crazy, but I know that I'm not the only person who's had this because I have talked about it with other moms, but I had visions of her death and like violent visions of her death. Like I would trip down the stairs and we would fall and she would die. Or like we'd be walking in the apartment and she would... (laughs) at three months old, grab a knife out of the knife block and stab me to death. And like, we would just die together. Like these really, really violent visions of her and my death. And that's completely normal. It doesn't sound normal. Hormones are crazy. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because I have had thoughts like that before and I've never really talked about it because it, you're like, what is wrong with me? Like, right. what is going on in my head? It's, and I know it's a lot to do with, I love my children so very much. And it just, you, you get fearful sometimes. Or like anxiety just like starts racking your brain, all the horrible things that could happen. So I love that you, that you bring that up because I, I mean, like you said, I've experienced similar thoughts. So like you said, I know we're not alone. And yeah, absolutely. It's just stressful to go through. 
Because then you're like, what's wrong with me? First of all, you're having these thoughts and they suck. And then you're like, what in the heck is happening in my brain? So it's like a Mm -hmm. double dose, which I think is the thing with postpartum depression. It already is hard when you're going through it, but then you feel guilty about going through it. Right. It's another problem in its own. And then you feel alone. You're like, I am literally the only woman who has ever had these violent visions of killing my child or not me killing her necessarily, but like her dying on my watch. Right. (laughs) Um, And so I think that like, we feel so alone because like, it was hard to say that out loud because you feel so crazy having had those thoughts, but that's, that's what no one talks about. And I think that I hope that if someone's listening and they've had those thoughts, like, mama, you are not alone and it is normal and it will pass. Talk to somebody about it because even if you feel crazy, you aren't crazy and you'll get through it. Yeah, for sure. And I really liked what you said about, you know, especially after um, your second child, after she was born, you were so busy being a mom and just, of course, all the things that go into that, that you didn't ignore, but if for a while you were just so busy, you couldn't even and analyze your own thoughts and your own feelings. And like you said, they caught up to you. And I think so often we do that, not intentionally, but it's just hard to take a step back and think about ourselves and what we're feeling. I know that was the case, you know, for me and the, the boys, they were in the hospital for so long. When I got them home, it was so overwhelming Yet you feel guilty about feeling overwhelmed because you're so grateful that they're here. But uh, I like that you bring that up because I think women and people are going to need to hear that, you know, like that they're not alone and just freaking out and not feeling like they have the time to even deal with what they're going through, but to encourage them that, Hey, it's okay. Like have a time out. It's going to get better. And to just, just to be okay with what, what they're feeling. Absolutely. And that, and that, that overwhelm is normal. Like, you know, cause you have two kids, two kids is not one more kid. It is infinitely more children than one child. Mm-hmm. It is, it's literally exponentially more children. And so everything changes when you double that number. And like people tried to warn me kind of uh, that going from one kid to two kid was hard and kept saying that it was an adjustment and it is, but I don't think you can fully be prepared for the upheaval of having two kids. Yeah. Um, It's just, it is, it's a completely overwhelming experience in every single way of the word. And I think that just preparing yourself for the overwhelm and not letting it ruin you. Yeah. Well, even the having one child, like you're going from no children to even Mm -hmm. two. I mean, unfortunately, so often, children are painted as just the most beautiful, wonderful, perfect thing in all the world. And being a mom, is just this magical experience, which it is. Right. Yet people fail to mention all the really hard stuff that comes along with becoming a mother. And like, I'll, I don't care what people say. I, being a mom is the best gift in all the world, but it is the hardest thing too, without a doubt. So, and the fact that no one brings that part up is why we feel so guilty about being overwhelmed and not absolutely loving every second of it. Yes, absolutely. So I'm glad you're here and we're talking about this because I know people will appreciate it. Yeah. 
So when did you see, and this is perfect because you said you're kind of at that point right now, but mm-hmm. when did you see a change for the better in your postpartum depression and how did you feel once you started to recognize like the old Jess? Yeah, I think that for me, I just got to a point where um, I just kind of felt like I was drowning, right? Like in the hardest part, you feel like you can't keep your head above water. I was really angry a lot. Like I had a very short temper and as a mom of a toddler, like that doesn't get you very far. You start to feel that a lot and then you feel really guilty about it. Yeah. Um, And so that was when I realized that like I was not dealing with my emotions, but when I started to feel better, it felt like, this is so cheesy, but like a cloud was like parting in the sky, like when the sun starts to come out a little bit and like I could breathe again and like I was not, I was more patient with my daughter and I was like able to do things for me again. And I think that, um, I think that realizing that like it does get better. The clouds are going to part and that you will be able to do things for yourself again. Had I remember, like, it's funny doing it the second time, like you'd think that you would know that, but it was just as hard the second time. Like real, like remembering like you're, this isn't normal. Like your life will not look like this every day. It gets better. I think that those are things that you have to remember with kids that it's always changing. And so Mm-hmm. you're in a really crappy season, like it will get better. Yes, absolutely. And that's such a great point because when we brought the boys home, a family member so kindly told us that this was the easy part, that all babies did was eat and sleep. And I'm thinking, you are not here with us. You have no idea. But when you get that kind of advice or you hear that, it, it makes it even worse. Like, how could they say that? Because for us, and I don't know about for you, it's only gotten easier. Sure, mm-hmm. it's changed, Absolutely. and there's things that are harder, but overall, hands down, so much easier. So I'm glad you bring that up because I know people need to hear that, especially people who right now are in the midst of it, like in the, in the times that are just so hard, it does get easier. Each, I like to say, like when I talk to my friends, tomorrow's a new day. And I have to tell myself that sometimes, like, tomorrow's a new day. But I think it's important, too, to recognize even when, like you said, the clouds are parting and, like, there's this light, to understand there's still going to be hard days. Absolutely. And just realize, sorry, like, your child's forgiveness and the amount of love that they have for you is shocking sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. I could have been the biggest jerk of a mom and three seconds later, my daughter would hug me and say that she's sorry for making me mad. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, thank you for having, for giving me so much grace. Like children give people so much grace. And I'm just so thankful for that because some days I need it. Absolutely. I am with you there. Um, One of my recent episodes was about living like children do. And I brought that up the way they forgive. I mean, they like, I I do the same thing. Having kids can be stressful. So there's times when I snap at them or I yell and I'm like, Oh, like I'm the adult. And then I have to ask them for forgiveness. I tell them like, I'm so sorry. And like you said, they're just like, no big deal, mama. Like, I love you. It's okay. And they move on. So Mm -hmm. I love you bring that up because your kids love you so very much. And parents need to remember that. And like, they are put on this earth to be that child's parent and they're doing a great job and that they will get through it. 
Okay. Absolutely. So what do you think was the number one thing for you that helped you cope and get through PPD? So I think, um, I think this is a multifold question. I definitely think if you're struggling with postpartum depression and you haven't talked to anybody, talk to somebody, talk to a friend, then talk to your doctor, see if you can talk to a therapist, if you're comfortable with that. Um, medication can be super helpful for postpartum depression. For me, I found that I haven't found the right medication, I think is my problem. It still makes me feel like a zombie, which I'd rather deal with my emotions than have no emotions. Um, but see what there is available to you. And then for me, and I don't mean to make this sound like it's the cure or whatever, but both times, like getting back into prioritizing my self care mm-hmm. made a huge difference for me, like making the time to exercise and release those endorphins. Um, there's a reason why it, like that, that quotes from legally blonde, like, <laughs> exercise don't kill their husbands like it's so true that like exercise makes you happier yeah and it makes you feel good about yourself again and I think as a mom like you need those two things you need that to feel better and to feel good about yourself again and so exercise helps me a ton um and then just prioritizing that self-care getting your nails done doing the things that you enjoy letting your husband hang out with the baby for 30 minutes or an hour or so or two and just taking some time for you again. I think that with each one of those things, it just helps it get better. Yeah. But absolutely your doctor, a therapist, medication, all of those things too. I like that. And it's one of my favorite things to tell new moms or in general talk about, but before you had this baby or babies, whatever you had a life, Mm -hmm. you were made Jess and I was made Kelly by these things And just because you have a baby and you become a mom doesn't mean that you're not that person anymore. And I think that's where we can fall into this pit and be so hard to get out of because we stop being that person, but we still are that person and it's okay. So I love that you bring that up because people need to do that more often. Just take time for them. Absolutely. Okay. So final little question or whatever. So first of all, I just want to say you're so brave to come on the show and talk about postpartum depression. Um, and I know that so often as parents, we guilt ourselves for feeling anything negative regarding our children. So what piece of advice can you give my listeners to overcome these feelings of guilt and shame? I think the biggest piece of advice is realizing that you're not alone and realizing that it isn't something to feel shameful about. Um, I mean, you heard Kelly and I talk about some heavy stuff today and some heavy thoughts that we both had. Um, And I know that in an earlier podcast, Kelly, you mentioned that you didn't struggle with postpartum depression, but you had those thoughts too. And I think that even if you don't feel like you're going through it, that maybe you'll identify with something today and say, oh, okay, I wasn't crazy for having that thought. That is normal. I'm not alone. Um, And just realize that it's a hormonal imbalance in your brain. It's not because you don't love your kid. It's not because you're a bad mom. Um, Hormones are crazy things and they do some really weird stuff in our mind. And so realizing that it's not something you did, it's something that's happening to you and that there is help available um, is how you can get through it. Well, that is perfect advice. I appreciate that so much. So my last thing, where can my listeners go to learn more about you and connect with you more? 
Yes. So I am on Facebook and Instagram and I have a website, which is jessoconnell.com. And actually I will be releasing my own podcast in April called Rise and Shine, where I will be giving a weekly wake up call to help you live a more motivated life and hear from some really awesome people who have risen up and are shining in their lives. So I'm really excited to bring that to a podcast. Yes, that sounds amazing. I cannot wait to check that out. So you'll have to keep us posted and I'll have to like tell my listeners when to go check it out. So they'll do. Maybe you can chat on it. Yeah, I would love to. Thanks, Jess. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Balance. For more information about me or to receive your free goal-setting guide, visit kellyroland.com. Can't wait to talk to you all next time.